Let's welcome our comedians. They are in the Tamaki Makaro Auckland studio, and it's a very good morning to Tereda and Donna Brookbanks. It's a, a fantastic morning. I've discovered something that has changed my life. I quite often use a builder's pencil. In fact, I'm holding one right now. I was going to ask you about yeah. that. Uh, and, you know, you have to whittle them shut. Oh, I just I, I was whittling and I've whacked the microphone <laughs> with my hand. See, one of the problems of whittling, mm. got to whittle them shut. But I've discovered you can buy a sharpener, like a stick it in, turn it round, like sharpener a, to sharpen your builder's pencil. A sided one. Well, no, it's sort of, it, uh, once you've got it going, it just sort of sharpens it. And my life is, I've, I'm living a better life. Than I was this time last week. You suit a builder's pencil. Yeah. Do, like Donna says, she can, do I have a glow? You have a glow. I have a glow. I've never seen you like this. The yeah. light in your eyes. Yeah, because I love a builder's pencil. Yeah, You know, they're see. rectangular, so they don't roll away, apparently. And But you're always difficult to sharpen. And you end up with a sort of a nubbin. But now I've I been using like it this week. I feel like you'd suit a whittle, though. Oh, I don't I mind. I could see yeah. you with a bit of straw between the teeth. I was thinking of moving up into the like the high country and kind of just... Whittling for the rest of my life. I can totally see you doing yeah, that. But I'm difficult. Uh, well, Whittle me a man later. <laughs> I could do that. I'll take a I'll take a stump of some kind and I'll. <laughs> Whittle it anyway. Moving on. Moving on from. Uh, I just want people, you know, for those people who are this weekend, you know, if they're up in the air about getting a builder's yeah, pencil, builder's pencil, or you can never find a sharp blade, you know, or they break off. Look, yeah. it's the small things. It's always it the little things that make us joyful, That's like chips. Right. Um, I I love a crisp. Oh, I love a crisp. What do we call me. them? Are we chip chips? Chippies. We're chips. I'm just going to so <laughs> just for people, we're talking about the, you know, the inner potato bag crisps. potato crisps. We call them chips. Yeah. Because we're true blue. Yeah. Not, um, I don't know. Yeah. Um, consumer. Uh, Good the old consumer. I love them. Subscribe. You know, but, uh, you know, clearly someone went, oh, how can we have a party? <laughs> what can we do to have a party but make it look like work? Yeah. Um, someone wrote in and complained about salt and vinegar chips. They said there was too much tingle. Mouth started to burn. Too yeah. vinegary. And Which, by the way, side note, reminded me of, I don't know if you remember this right up, but um, when I was at school, CRISPR. Corn chips were all the rage. You know the chicken. You got the chicken and the salt and vinegar flavors. No, they came in an orange or a green. Oh, packet, yes. And they were just like these quite thick but um, light and airy crisps. Oh, yes. And you'd eat like half a bag, and then your mouth would just basically you'd burn off the top layer of your tongue and then right. the roof of your mouth as well because the oh. flavor and the texture of the chips was now, so is that a flavor that is doing that burning or is it some kind of additive that's creating the flavor that's causing a like is it was it a physical thing did you actually yeah 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 oh huh. yeah and then you'd have to get a chalk bar you know to like right. cool down the um the roof of your mouth i think it was a mix for those chips i think it was a mix of flavor Flavour yeah. and like you know quotation marks and uh, texture. Oh, so quite rough. Quite rough because you put them on your tongue and then you just leave it to, to kind of disintegrate for a while. Gross. Anyway, anyway uh, uh, someone complained about this, yeah. and so consumer uh, they do some great investigations. Um, they, they said we better figure out which is the best chip. Uh, they went out and they bought eight varieties of salt and vinegar chips to taste and rank. I reckon here's a party. Let's crack out some salt and V's, have some blind tasting. For anyone vase. who's got nothing to do this weekend, here's a great little party game. Yeah. You know? Which I've been watching a lot of Come one. Dine with me recently and oh, yes. everyone wants a party game. Go and, and get some chips and some containers and have a blind tasting.
Where is that? I used to love that show. I used oh, to watch, I watch like ridiculous on, amounts of that show. I'm watching it on YouTube. Um, oh, okay. Look, it's one of those things where you go, whoever casts it, like what kind of psychometric testing they have to make sure there's always the person who says, um, I, I, I say what I think, and you can guarantee that what they're thinking is never good. <laughs> I love that, that commentator. Have they got the same commentator? Yes. He's the star. Yes. Oh, it's so good. Oh, I love it so is much. It, is it like Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? No, no, that's where just a random celebrity would turn up and often it was very embarrassing because you wouldn't know who they were. Oh. Um, now, this is where you get a group of ordinary, generally ordinary folks. They're not ordinary because they've applied to go on a reality TV show. Of course. And then they cook, but... But see, they don't know each other? Yeah, no. Oh. Uh, even though they live in the same sort of town or, or city. Mm. And then, then what happens is that we're season 24 now. You know, it might even be more than that. The cooking has gone downhill. And so you get people who just literally cannot cook or they cook something for the very first time and it's generally a shambles and people get too intoxicated and they say a lot of stuff and you, you, you're not watching it for the food. No. You're watching it for <laughs> people. Really just the, the food is an added bonus. <laughs> I'm just thinking the narrator with the voice, they've probably got an AI clone of him now. He's probably no! about 75 oh. or something. Anyway. Anyway, look, so uh, there's a party game for the weekend. Go and rank some chips. Uh, and they found the basic takeaway, you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. And I would say the, the winners... It was a tie for winning Snackachangi Vinegar and Salt and Kettle Chip Company Sea Salt and Vinegar Chips. Snackachangi people are really, really, really passionate about it, eh? Oh, yeah. They're kind of like, um, they're kind of like, what's that word? Um, evangelical about them, you know? Yeah. Yeah, they love, their, love making their chips. And Heartland was in there as well. I'm a yes, big fan I, of that. I, like Aren't a Heartland. I love a, a Heartland. Yeah. A bit of a Everyone's got their own. Yep. Their own crisps little... in there? Proper crisps. Yeah. Yes, I think they were actually. Yes, they Depends were. Whether you like them really thick forth. and chunky and ridgy, or whether you like them skinny. Exactly. Or, or sort of, there's a sort of a voluptuous curvature to some of them. You know, right. they're sort of. I made a hand gesture that well, you can't right, see, but I'm still holding the pencil. The pencil yeah. It's really <laughs> dangerous for Donna in here because it's quite sharp. It's, it I've sharpened sharp. it to a razor sharp point like a down. stiletto. He's gesturing at <laughs> me yeah. rather than you know. Yeah. For me. Hey, look. I gotta tell you what? salt and vinegar story. Go on. I was a child. Um, yes. The first year they were introduced, uh, I, I, oh I, I, this wasn't 1950. This was probably <laughs> I'm not telling you when it was. <laughs> the very first year they were introduced to New Zealand, and I had my first. Well, I, maybe they've been around for a while, but I remember having my first salt and vinegar chip, and that was it. It's like crack for chips, isn't wow. it? Yeah. They are like crack. Never gonna go anywhere else yeah. after that. I like a chicken chip. Is it? I like a chicken chip too. <laughs> yeah. Or a green onion. And now there's all kinds. You can have roast beef, yam, oh, no, you yam chips, uh, you can all kinds of chips, chips, much, kuma yeah. chips. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Chips, chips. Anyway, it's like moving going on. To Willy Wonka and getting the whole life. Yep. Mm. Anyway, anyway, anyway. anyway. Uh, speaking of a joy for life, um, I was torn by the story. There's an 104 year old woman who's trying to become the get the world's record for the oldest skydiver. I reckon she's just had enough of life, and she's trying to find ways <laughs> <laughs> to end it. Uh, I mean, she said she had a good time, but did she? She went, oh, I'm still here. Ah, oh, damn Gosh. it. Made it to the bottom. Because she's, she's just successfully made this jump, and they're applying, and she says, it might take a hot air balloon ride next. It's like, you're just looking for ways out. Might just go feed the lions. Well, how about, you know, freestyle rock climbing or something? Um, yeah. You know? Oh, I do like watching programs about that. I know. They're oh really, gosh. really good at it. But, you know, if you were yeah. looking for a dramatic kind of, you know. I just don't think at 104, I'd be jumping out of a plane. Why not? You've done everything I else. Would, surely well, you would have quite the weak bladder by that point. Oh. Any sort of I hadn't thought about this. Any We're sort adult of diapers. Really or, overthinking. Uh, you know. Oh, am I? That doesn't sound like me. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> 
because it was actually because it was. I do remember the woman who drove across America, the astronaut in the adult diapers, so she could. Was she going to murder someone or do some kind of crime? Because um, NASA is now uh, planning because to build a house on the moon. I by twenty forty, which no, is not far away. It isn't sixteen far away. years. <laughs> Um, what they actually said was, we want to blast a 3D printer up onto the moon. I went, oh, it's just printer rage. I love they, that. Someone had a printer and they went this, oh, I hate printers so much. They can't never just, work. Can't you just imagine this Stick one, on one person sitting on the moon with their printer going, ah, the uh, ink. Oh, <laughs> Run out of ink It's again. stuck again. It's always getting stuck at 10 to 9. Printer. They're going to use always getting stuck. Moon dust. <laughs> Stop um, bothering the moon, I say. Stop it. What's weird is that there's no one, no one's been there that we know of since 1972. That's a while one year ago. Old, I was one year old. No one has been, has walked on the moon and basically in the entire course of my what are you guys 50 up something to? years. Like, Why not? That's since know. salt and vinegar chips were invented even. Like, hey, was it? Come on. There you go. Oh, now you just put also, they're yourself. saying that what they're <laughs> going to use for the building material for these houses or whatever is, is like moon dust. But they are, there are some fears it could also be toxic and abrasive. We can just send robots. It's just asbestos 2.0. Um, they said we, we need to have people up there because at some point the earth is going to run out of resources. Um, so we're going to mine the moon. Just mine the moon. It's like surely the, on, there's humans, so eh? many bells ringing in this to say yeah. there are better things to perhaps spend your money on given the catastrophes in front of us. Also, how long does it take to get to the moon? I guess it depends on which way you go. <laughs> Like, do you have to go around the moon and catch your gravity and come back like a sort of a loop, or do you just shoot yourself straight up? And either way, it's a hell of a commute to go and see your loved ones, isn't it? Well, there's a hundred and four year old woman. I think she'll be into it. That stage, how exactly. Um, I've got a child's birthday party coming up soon. I'm not going to reserve a bench in a park. Uh, this has created a lot of controversy this week. Park in America, and someone had put a little um, uh, what it's called a tablecloth down on it with a note that said, "Please, we've got a four-year-old's party coming up. Don't ruin the day by taking this bench. We're coming soon." Oh, that grinds my gears. Mm. That wording. By lunchtime, still not there. All the other benches taken. Oh, busy it weekend. Grinds my gears even more. What would you do, Donna? Ever reserved a bench or a? You know, like a, one of those lo- lounges at a pool? No. What's wrong with sitting on a rug on the ground? Uh, amen, Catherine. But also, I would just sit there, and then when the people come along go, we've reserved this bench, I'd go, okay. Yeah. You know? Like they could have put, some people say, you could have put a time on it. We're yeah. going to be here at 12. Uh, I respect that. Yeah. But I just to reserve that. it for the entire day. And then not even And show then not up. even show up. Rank. So if you're out this weekend and you're looking, to, don't reserve it. Share the bench. Everybody share the bench. Share the bench. Tarada, thank you. Donna Brookbanks, thank you.